You're holding your body. How badly were you hurt to the body in the first round? I just got to do number two. What if friends got together and talked as if they were professional fighters, yet with no fighting experience? Well, as Professor Chell Sonnen once said, You are welcome. This is my MMA podcast. Why did you decide to take this on such short notice? They called up your boy and they requested my services, but my services come at a handsome fee. Obviously, Masvidal has become a massive star over the last year and a half, and that's the fight that the people want to see. So when Burns fell out, we got in a room and figured Masvidal out. Hey, all you fight fans out there, welcome back to your home away from home. Settle in, put up your feet, and make yourself comfortable because dinner is on the stove. Crazy Uncle Dana made his famous tuna casserole, and it looks like Kamara Usman is looking to hand out a great big piece of humble pie after dinner. That's right, folks. (laughs) This is the My MMA Podcast, the most violent, family-friendly podcast on the internet. I am excited to say that this is episode 26 of the show. But even more excited to remind you, all of you couch warriors out there, that it is fight week. Oh, yeah. That's right. Fight week. We have had some twists and turns, some ups and downs, but despite it all, UFC 251 is going down in true dramatic fashion. Unless you've been Mm. living under a rock, you've heard that Gilbert Burns was forced to drop out of his title fight with Kamara Usman, and George Masvidal... The self-proclaimed street Jesus promises a baptism on July 11th despite his obvious lack of theological training and or proper religious ordination. (laughs) Now, credentials aside, I believe we can all agree if he does win, he'll be on the microphone faster than Kanye West in an award show he wasn't even invited to. But my friends, that's not all you have seen. 251 bears the promise of more than a drama-filled main event. We get Holloway yeah. versus Volkanovski. Ian versus Aldo. We get Nama Nunez. We get Van Zant. That's right. It's going to be one heck of a show. <sighs> Woo! That was a lot to get through right there, Wes. You got it out, I though. did. Well done. <laughs> you did so good. We're so proud I of you. I know. Well, I, I We're so proud of you. It. So there is all this and more to discuss this week. So on that note, allow me to introduce myself. I am Mr. Mark Allen David. Your introductor extraordinaire, and with me, as always, is the captain of this cruise liner, my personal hero, and the only man I know who is more knowledgeable about the sport of MMA than Stephen A. Smith. Please say hello to your many adoring fans, Mr. Wesley Edwards. That's I'm humbled that you would say that. I am not as smart as Stephen A. Smith when it comes to the sport of MMA. Who is? But I appreciate you saying that. I, I really appreciate you saying that. All right, now you've met the captain, so it's time you got to know the head stewardess. He's the fantastical phenom of footwork at all the most influential gatherings in Deep Gap, North Carolina. His skills with hyping a crowd are studied by professional bar mitzvah entertainers worldwide. Call him the killer, call him the legend, or just give him a big old hug and call him your friend. Now put your hands together for the hero of a generation, DJ Trevor Owens. Thank you. Thank you all. Here we are, episode 26. The athlete we will dedicate this to is Mr. Rod Woodson, who plays for the sketchy, sketchy Pittsburgh Steelers for his career. 
Rod Woodson. <laughs> I was going to say, before we get started tonight, I would like to inform you, we will be instituting a new shout-out. If you agree mm. with something vigorously, you will be allowed a Michael Jackson shimmo to signify your <laughs> emphatic approval. Oh, that's fantastic. Speaking of Michael Jackson, are you guys going to be voting for Kanye West come November 6th? I don't know if you saw that. Uh, we don't talk politics news, on the My MMA podcast wesley so uh, i'm going i'm gonna and i'm not her. sure that what politics? that has to do with michael yeah, jackson well, they both that held was, a that microphone that was the worst segue uh, they both held a microphone at one time that's true that's true that's well anyway just wondering make mma great again <laughs> <laughs> and moving on <laughs> and now a moment with dana white i smoke marijuana so I don't beat my wife and children. <laughs> and that's been a moment with Dana White. It's time for Mark's random question. All right, guys, uh, I'm interested in this. I'm super excited about this, and I definitely want to hear your thoughts. So Gilbert Burns, as we all know at this point, was ousted from UFC 251 after testing positive for COVID-19 just last week. Almost immediately, he calls out Nate Diaz, calling him a journeyman. And we all know how much Nate Diaz loves you know it when people say stuff like that. Tonight's question is twofold. One, do you agree with Gilbert Burns' take on Nate Diaz based on his career and the like? And also, is this a fight that should happen? Like, do you care about it? Um, Trevor, what do you think? Well, I mean, I, I would definitely watch it because I love Nate Diaz. But, I mean, my gosh, he's ranked number 11th right now. And Gilbert Burns is number one. He should be doing something to keep on pace for the title. You know what I mean? I don't think he should be calling out Nate Diaz unless, you know, Masvidal wins and then Masvidal wants to fight Nate Diaz he's already said that and then Gilbert Burns could be in line but I don't I just don't understand how any of that makes sense I'm looking at Leon Edwards I would love to see Gilbert Burns and Leon Ooh. Edwards and then the winner of that take on the winner of this fight coming up fight. at Fight Island Fight Island I on the other hand I'm all in I'm all in on the Gilbert Burns trash talking cuz we just need somebody to to, to wet Nate's appetite and that was a pretty that was a pretty good pretty good effort by old Gilbert, Mr. Nice Guy Gilbert. <laughs> to which I would say Gilbert is probably a little more than Nate can handle at this point in his career. That being said, I am I'm on the I'm on the bandwagon. I want to see this fight. I, rankings don't mean anything at this point in a lot of ways. One versus eleven. It's really somebody versus Nate Diaz. And at that point, Nate Diaz is ranked number one in in the fans' heart. So like, <laughs> if Nate's fighting, we're watching. So yes, we love Nate. I would say so, this. Yeah, I'm all I'm all. The in. rankings to me are very similar to the point system in last week's overrated underrated. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think. Hey, Nate Diaz is a fans fighter. He knows how to hype a fight. Even after his his loss to Masvidal, it was like so many people wanted to see that fight again. So many people want to see Nate. I think it's actually a really good career move for Gilbert Burns to at least call him out. And if that fight comes to fruition, I don't think a lot of people care that Nate Diaz is ranked so low. It's irrelevant. Also, I mean, Nate has this, you know, it's just the way he's always been in his career. He takes such a long time to move on to the next fight that the rankings pass him by. So, and I, I think a lot of people accept that. With that said, I'm super 
excited about this fight. You boys know I love me some Nate. I'm all in with Nate, and I think a great but, and fight all in. for him to fight Gilbert Burns because there's a possibility and a very good one that he could beat Gilbert Burns. But here's the fun part. I love Gilbert Burns. <laughs> So for me, this is like a win-win yeah. type know, fight. To but Mark's ahead, point, Trevor. you know, Nate really is the most popular fighter in that division right now. I mean, w- wouldn't you agree, Wes? Like, is there anybody more popular that he could have called out Gilbert Burns besides, you know, maybe Masvidal? I mean, I think Nate Diaz would move the needle, so to say. I mean, Pat Militic's up there, if you he ask me. Not pounds. Carlos that, Newton. This isn't the retro edition. <laughs> Those guys. Are... <laughs> that was that was last That's week. So that was last oh, week, we're talking man. about. Oh, oh. I was gonna make the same well, joke and say I'm not sure 100 where GSP is uh, right now with his weight and his cardio, but I think he's ranked number 26. I think right old Militech had a little trouble this but, week, didn't he? Wasn't he in the news for some? Uh, yeah, I thought so. A little bit, unfortunately. Hey, but Mark said GSP, so I'm going to give him the first Shimon of the night. Well done. <laughs> you are well, sir. Trevor, I agree. I, I don't know who else Gilbert should call out, but really Nate's the one that kind of started it on Twitter, right? And then Gilbert was simply responding. So I mean, I'm all in on the fight. I think it's actually a really good move for the UFC because it's not, uh, the fight doesn't really mean anything, you know, but if Gilbert wins, he still gets his title shot and uh, we call it a day. From the makers of the My MMA steel shorts we present the my mma covid face mask all fighters will be required to wear a mask during weigh-ins forget the fact that they will be rolling around in each other's non-sanitary sweat the next day the my mma covid mask will come in a kamara usman halloween mask style the 1997 wcw version of the crow sting mask style and the most wimpy villain yet the one villain who is always on pitch the phantom of the opera mask style. And the best part, people can give their uneducated opinions on these masks via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or simply by word of mouth. Because that's what we need. More opinions. The My MMA COVID mask will also hide Jorge Masvidal's huge smile after seizing an opportunity to make Dana White actually pay a fighter more than what some first round tough man contest fighters get at the local armory. But wait, order now and we will throw in the My MMA MMA mouth guard and the My MMA eye patch for only 4% over their retail price. With these three items, you can decrease the chance of getting COVID by 16.3%. The My MMA COVID face mask. If you want to stay on Fight Island, wear the mask or be at home like Eddie Wyland. To order your mask, call 1-800-749-6473. Remember, this virus is deadly, but don't be afraid of it. It can only kill people who are vulnerable and also those who are not vulnerable. And remember to stay inside so that you're not infecting people, while also being out in public so that we can build a herd immunity while wearing our mask. The My MMA Podcast COVID mask will help prevent the spread of the coronavirus, unless someone is infected with the coronavirus, at which point the mask didn't work. Remember, your My MMA Podcast COVID mask is required everywhere that you go, except in times of forgetfulness. If you've forgotten it, then just go into the store anyway. Again, to order your mask, go to Crab Mike Brown Tested Positive and won't be there to corner JorgeMasvidal.com forward slash Kanye West. And now a moment with Dana White. Michael Jackson I'm not happy with. This guy was acting like a goofball tonight. And that's been a moment with Dana White. Yeah. All right, guys, we've got, I don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a UFC what? camp this weekend. 
Word on the street. Yep. I don't have uh, Twitter, before, so it's hard for me to follow with the news. Kanye West is running for president, just <laughs> okay. FYI. Right. Thank you for that. But I do want to make mention, I do want to make mention because it's going to get overshadowed quite a bit with this particular UFC. But we've got Cater versus Ige coming up next Wednesday. Um a week yeah, from don't the sleep on this, man. This. this is that'll be a war. I mean, both of those fighters are coming off good wins there. It's on free TV on Wednesday night. So yeah, make sure you guys don't sleep on that one. Watch it. Can you guys Trevor throw some some predictions. Man, I Let's think Qatar is uh, just a little bit. I, I don't know. He had had a little bit more flash and a little bit more knockout power. So that's who I'm going with. I think Qatar's the real deal. And he sounds like a Mortal Kombat mm. character. Qatar wins. Ooh, <laughs> well played, uh, that's sir. Great. Finish. Yeah. Finish, him. <laughs> Finish him. Finish him. Fatality. You know so what, great. Trevor? You get the second. You get the second Shimon of the night. As, saying more as long as it's pre- creepy, it. Michael oh. Jackson, I will take it. You know, this is like the the stereotypical Mark answer is like, I don't care. It's going to be a good fight. Uh, I do agree with Trevor, though. I, I, that's the edge. That's the, if I'm going with my gut. But man, it's going to be a good, fun fight. It's one of those fights you just don't want to miss. And I think it's uh, it's you know, how often have we seen this? Even just the last couple weeks. I, you know, like I've called it in the past, the UFC ecosystem, right? As soon as somebody makes a big win, they're the talk of the town. And both of these guys are coming into a fight. Either one of them, if they win in, in, in dominating style, they could be the talk of the town. So I think that you've got two guys that are looking at what this opportunity is for the fight. So I don't think it's, that's what I love the way Trevor said it. Don't sleep on this one because this could be yeah. one of those fight of the years that you go, oh man, I wish I would have watched it live. I mean, and this fight's completely black, black and white. If you ask me, I mean, if you guys remember the time when Ige used to be a, 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 a BYT, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I know what you were going. Oh, okay, it's going to be a thriller, guys. Oh, no, yo, you got to finish that one. Oh, what do you mean by PYT? Is that pretty young thing? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know when he says you must see you must see you must see no and what is we, he we will exactly need to what he Google says. that and we'll need to Google what the never ending story person yells <laughs> at the end of that movie as well Moonchild <laughs> Sebastian, Sebastian Moonchild like you didn't know right? you had to Google it right like I didn't I didn't know it before the internet okay existed. that's what no. I thought yeah exactly <laughs> I was seven I couldn't even yeah. hear well back then I hadn't fully formed. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. It's whatever. <laughs> guys, UFC. Fight Island is here, guys. Let's Fight Island is here. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Fight, Fight Island. <laughs> another thing about another Mortal Kombat homage, right? That would be, that's absolutely something that would be in a Mortal Kombat absolutely. game. Absolutely. Yes. With, 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 with guitar fighting guitar. on You right? realize, though, that after, when we get past the co-main event, when Usman and Masvidal fight, it will not be in the ring. It will be on the top of a mountain. And if either one of them are able to knock the other one off it's an automatic win <laughs> fatality <laughs> oh Alright guys, real quick, let's run down the let's run down this this main card. The only fight that really sticks out to me in the prelims is probably Maquan Amerikani versus Danny Henry. I, I like Ma, uh, Maquan. He's he's a fun guy to watch. He's a Greco-Roman freestyle wrestler uh, from Iran. He's got a really cool story. He's kind of got a, a weird kind of cool factor about him. So pay attention to that on the prelims. Um, but on the main card, guys, this is a stacked card. Any any of the three title fights could headline in some way, shape, or form. But just real quick, we've got um, Rebus versus Van Zant. Mark, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this fight. 
um, because it's just it's just kind of like a filler fight for me. Who do you got? How do they win? What do you like in this fight? Um, I got Van Zant in this fight. I think it's probably going to be a decision though. Van Zant last uh, last UFC fight, she loses here. Ribis, have you say her name? She's going to win this fight. She's coming off of a pretty long winning streak there, and uh, she beat a very savvy Jessica Dern or not Jessica Dern. Um, what's her name? Dern Mackenzie Dern. Yeah, Mackenzie. Yeah, she Mackenzie she grounded out a unanimous decision against her. I just see her stopping Paige Van Zant in one way, shape, or form. I, I think you're right, though, Trevor. If if anybody wants to just take a second and go back and look at Mackenzie Dern's jiu-jitsu career. She's won the absolutes with Abu Dhabi. She's won multiple world championships. She's won Brazilian championships, which is kind of like already winning a world championship. It's accolade after accolade in in, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And Rebus beat her. Amanda, Amanda had a really solid fight against her. It's true. And for, for me, that, that says a ton about her. I think Paige is on her way out. Like Trevor said, she's going to go join her husband in Bellator, become a big fish in a small pond. All right, guys, let's move on. We've got Rose Namajunas versus Jessica Andrade. This is a complete marquee matchup Absolutely. for the night. If we, if we remember back when they fought the first time, this is a rematch for those that don't know. Rose was handling the stand-up with Jessica. Uh, Jessica went in for a takedown. Rose went for a submission. Jessica dropped her on her head, KO'd her. Does this fight, Trevor, happen the same way it went down the first time? Does does Rose make the adjustments and finds herself on the win? Or does Jessica, the Jessica make her adjustments and outclasses Man, I say Rose? All, you all three of these uh, top fighters, uh, maybe even four, if you throw in um, Joanna, Really, I think on any given night, anyone can beat anyone. So, you know, I think, you know how you said any three of these fights and you meant the title fights could headline. I think this fight could headline a UFC. I think you got one versus two. The winner's going to fight Wei Li. So, I mean, let's go, man. I'm going to pick Rose, though. I think Rose is going to come back here. Um, She's going to... I don't know, man. I think I think the last time she fought, something happened with her with Conor McGregor and that whole bus incident where she was really having some mental problems because of that. And I think uh, you're going to see a much better version of her this time, and she's going to come out swinging and win this fight. Second round, KO. Ooh, Mark, hit us with it. Oh, I, that's, I didn't think you were going to go that route. I, I do got Rose, uh, and I agree with everything you're saying. The reason why is I really want her to win, because I want to see the three-peat. I think it'll be so exciting mm-hmm. to have the three-peat on this. So, And I think it's entire, not just entirely possible. Uh, again, I love that. I love that you called out Rose for the knockout. I love that. That's exactly what I want to see, and Ro- I think it's very possible it's going to happen. Rose has, like, Jessica's a great fighter. She She's not a... She's not a fan-friendly fighter. Something about Rose, she's got an it thing about her, the it factor that you can't teach. And I think when she's winning, the UFC is winning because she's she's definitely a star. Guys, let's move on to our first title fight of the night. We've got Peter Jan, Pieter. For those of you who don't know how to pronounce that, think of Fedor. It's not Fedor, it's Fiero. Fiero. Much like you say Fiero, it's the same way. It's Piero Jan versus Jose, a.k.a. Jose Aldo. Uh, this fight is, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued, guys. Very much. Because if you, were to, if you were to put Jan against most people, I'm thinking, well, Jan, the way he handled Uriah, just all of his fights, he's, he's an unbelievable fighter. But Jose looked fantastic against Marlon And won. And won. So, and won. Yes, exactly. I agree. Right. I absolutely agree. He didn't win, but I agree no, that I, the, he should have right, won. Right, exactly. But, so, that being said, Mark, yeah. is, 
is Piero ready for a title fight? Jose's been there over and over and over again. I've got, he's got the he's got the muscle memory, but is Jan ready for this? No, no, I've got uh, all, oh. the, all the way, and I. I'm telling you, this is this fight go. right here is gonna be a yes. fight of speed. This is what I I think when I think of like the st- like the style. I don't see two guys standing in front of each other banging. I don't see they're going for. Uh, like holding back. I'd see it. Who's fastest off the first step? Who's going to put the pressure on? Who's going to be able to move in and out of the pocket? Who is going to get into the later rounds and have the poise and still mean, maintain that cardio? Like you said, all this is not uh, the uh, Aldo's first rodeo. I think he's way more ready for this thing. And I don't think by any stretch, it's a shocker if he walks away with the win. By, <laughs> I don't mean, you let me interject here, Mark. Don't you guys like the non-champion version of Jose Aldo. He seems much more scrappy and ready to fight versus when he was champion. It seemed like he was injured. He only fought once a year a couple for, for several years there. But it seems like now lately he's he's stepping up to the plate. Uh, Trevor, do you think Jose will make weight, first of all? And second of all, <laughs> since, they're, since they're in a whole different country for that matter, you, you don't have the same amenities as you do when you're stateside. First of all, does he make weight? Second of all, how do you see this fight going? You know, Wes, that's interesting that you bring up the weight thing. I was wondering that. I mean, you know, this is a this is a whole new beast fighting in Fight Island with, you know, how much training have they got? How much weight cutting have they done? But I do think he makes weight. I think he's a champion and he'll he'll show up. He'll be on weight. This is his chance to get another title uh, at a different weight class. He'll be there. Um, I'm actually going to give a shout out to Nelson Burns. Uh, he was a former student of mine, and he asked me who I think is going to win this uh, fight. He's been been listening to our podcast and he brought up a good point that um peter yawn or petra the band that i used to like to in the 80s um he who's he fought he beat he beat he beat an aging uriah faber he did beat john dotson you know but he you know he's coming off of um quite a win streak here one two three that's not but that's not seven that's not saying much nine nine in a row um i don't know man and jose aldo how old do you think he is without looking it up how do you think jose aldo is as many fights as he's been in what what are your all's thoughts right now Based on his fights, 47. Okay. What, what do you think, Wes? Without, or do you know without looking it up? <laughs> he's 30, 30, he's 30, 34. He's 33 35. years old. I mean, I thought he was way older. Really? And he's been through so many wars, so he's still got some fights left in him. And uh, But I'm picking Yon, man. I think it is his time. He looks so good against Uvriah Faber. He didn't just look good, he looked so good. So I think. He did look very good. I think Petra. He like a champion. Petra's going like to win. Championship slow. I'll tell you, Petra. let me say one other thing. Aldo, I like that you said he was scrappy, like that whole, you know, whatever. I think that if he's willing to take the risks, the confident risks, that's the fighter that we want to see. If he does, he wins. But either way, if Petra wins, it's going to be beyond belief. Beyond belief. Yes. <laughs> Shamal. Four people just Shamal. got into that. <laughs> to all four of you, I love you. Trevor, I agree, dude. I think Jan's got this. I think... You know, when you saw Connor KO Jose, and then you saw Max beat him a couple times, he he's he's tasted that KO. And Jan is hits very hard. And if we're talking tit for tat here, uh, kickboxing, which is probably where a lot of this fight's going to take place, Peter P- Piero Petra Piero Petra uh, has definitely has the edge as far as experience and just technique in regards to to the whole kickboxing game. I don't know. I'm in. I'm in. All right, guys, co-main event, which is a great fight. 
But I got a question for you, Trevor. Aside from Max Holloway, how does Alex Volkanovsky be, become, a, become a star? What does he got to do to gain fans? Because if he beats Max, his name I don't think it helps him. So what does he got to do? Cejudo. He's got to get in the cage yes. with a name. <laughs> Henry Cejudo's been chirping a little bit. Let's see these guys fight. Let's have Henry Cejudo go for his third title. So and then we'll see, we'll see oh. Alex try to, uh, like you said, take his name to the next level. So yeah, absolutely. He's got to beat somebody. And Max Holloway's awesome. I mean, he that dude has beaten legends, but he I just don't think he can figure I mean, Trevor, out I just, you know, Volkanovsky, and I think the rematch is too soon. Look, I just can't stop loving you right now, Trevor. <laughs> and you and you are not alone. In fact, it's a very dangerous, dangerous fight that you said. And um Dude, you're you so know, bad at this. I just think we just so don't bad. don't stop to think it's Oh, hey, look, don't stop till you get enough of these fights. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. That's it. That's it right there. So, oh my goodness. So, that being said, I know, I know you, you had Alex winning all five rounds in the last fight. So, does Alex do this again? Does Max make up the, does he, does he shore up the difference from last time? Or is it just another five round shutout? You're talking to me. I'm going to say, no, I, I say he gets finished this time. Now, listen, I would love to see Max Holloway win. I, he's one of my favorite fighters to watch. I would love to. To see a trilogy here man wouldn't that be awesome like a you know yes, a 145 trilogy awesome. but man look at these guys that that volkanovsky's beat max holloway jose aldo chad mendez these guys are good elkins and i don't know who jeremy kennedy is but i'm sure he's talented but anyway it's probably that's tim kennedy's son or something <laughs> Could be. Yeah. How do you know? Do you know? Let's that? have uh, know Stephen that. A. Smith. Oh, well, Google I don't it. know that. You're correct. <laughs> oh, that's right. He doesn't. Yeah, you don't know he that. Look stuff up. And also, Trevor, do you want to just? I mean, I'll give the, the floor is yours for an, for any sort of apologies for promoting fake news oh, on our Facebook page. Oh gosh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah, I fell. For, hey, oh, listen, man. Dana White fell for that fake aerial crap too, and I and I did the same thing. So this guy tweets that Max Holloway's <laughs> out. I promoted it on the Facebook page i apologize for somebody being deceiving <laughs> and i apologize oh. to the my mma podcast empire hopefully it won't happen again <laughs> unless it's by wesley or martin all right <laughs> <laughs> all right mark let's move on to the main event yes now let, let me ask you a question on a scale of one to ten how excited were you to see kamara usman versus gilbert burns 9.5 I thought it was going to be one of the best fights that we've seen in a very long time. No joke. I, That's I, I, not what I was hoping you would say. <laughs> so let me ask you a different question. Yeah. <laughs> How many pay-per-views do you think Kamara Usman versus Gilbert Burns would have sold over under 500,000? I think it would be over, but not, I don't think it's, I know what you're getting at. I, I know that what you're getting at is that we've got a, we've got a much, uh, much more lucrative fight here. That's what you're trying. Much to, more, much, much that's more. That's what you're trying to say, Wes. Why don't you quit baiting me and just spit it out and get to your point? <laughs> quit. No, hey. hey, listen. I'm just trying to make it black and white. I for think you. it's you know a better saying? fight with Gilbert Burns. I, I don't care. I think that we would have saw one of the best fights we've ever seen. I don't care how many pay per view buys get it. Or it gets. I, I was much more excited to see that fight. The, and the the tough thing about that is, who knows when we're going to get to see that fight again? If we do, a million things can happen that we never get to see that fight now. And honestly, I mean, I'm I'm going to enjoy Usman in uh, uh, Masvidal. I, I'm going to love it. But it's going to be great. But I, I don't, I'm not a huge Masvidal fan. 
uh, there's for lots of reasons. So yeah, but 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 take but take out the the bias if you don't if you're not like a fan. But just think think about it from a competitive standpoint. How 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 does Jorge do against Camaros? Is this is this a shutout from Usman? Uh, oh, or, oh, absolutely. Or? I I think that Usman manhandles him. I think he's gonna grind hmm. him out. I think that. Uh, Masvidal is going to his speed, typical speed and pressure advantage that he uses is not going to have the same impact. Um, he's, this is not going to be a one and done. He's calling it out. Like he's going to knock him out in the first round and, and, you know, it's going to baptize him. He's going to baptize him and all that jazz. Like you're going against a killer and I'm sorry, Maz, you ain't got enough juice. I mean, this is a guy that can they can take a hit. He's fast. He's much stronger than you. There's so many elements. It goes back to that same question. You tell me how Maz wins this fight, and I'll tell you a million reasons why that reason doesn't work. It just, I can't see it happening. But again, like you said, that's why for me, if you were to ask me how Gilbert Burns beats him, well, I got lots of different ways. <laughs> so it just, it's not as exciting. Now, the flip side is, is we know that Masvidal has the potential to be super excited explosive and to turn something out that we weren't expecting and he could totally turn this fight over and good lord knows if he wins it's going to be so exciting for everybody and it's going to flip everything on its head so that's the one thing i love about it and to your point right now we do need to keep the pay-per-views up and we need to keep the the ufc grinding and so as a whole yeah it's good for the sport so two questions for you trevor are you glad to see jorge win against the ufc was this good for the sport Mm. and then do you agree with mark do you think camaro shuts him out shuts him i'll answer the second question first because i have the microphone i am uh very excited wow. about this fight but i was more excited from a mixed martial arts perspective with the gilbert burns fight because i thought it would just be a better fight i'm so surprised wow it's because we're real That's, fans but, wes i know that you're i was about to say but, you guys but, are legit I mean, in the but i but i'm well very hey, very hey, excited you, about this fight both of you get a michael jackson shimon right now shimon! being true yes. mixed martial arts fans keep going Trevor, go ahead. <laughs> hey, this is going to shock everybody. It says the internet connection in Deep Gap is unstable. Whoa, breaking news. Not anyway. <laughs> Mark said it best. Usman is a killer. Look at who all he's beaten. Colby Covington, Tyrone Woodley, Rafael Dos Anjos, Damian yeah. Maya. This guy yeah. can flat out fight. It it, it, I think this fight's going to kind of go the way that Conor McGregor and Eddie Alvarez went when we were all wondering, Eddie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Eddie? You know <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson. Oh, you get a shaman <laughs> for that one, buddy. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you very much. Well, um, you've won, by the way. I, I've, I've, you've won. The Michael that is Jackson. definitely Trevor for the Usman win. wins this fight, and and I think Masvidal gets. Uh, I think he kind of get unless there's a barbecue and a random YouTube video because it might be outside. We don't know the you know s- specifics of Fight Island. Then he might have a chance, like he did back when he was fighting in the backyard. But uh, having said that, he, he beat Nate Diaz, older guy, battled guy. Ben Askren needed double hip replacement. Darren Till was a good win, but before that, he lost to Stephen Thompson, Wonder Boy, which is no slouch, and then he lost to Damian Maya by split decision. I just think Usman is on a completely different yeah, he's tw- level. He's 
Well, Masvidal's 12 and 7 in the UFC. We've got seven reasons why we don't think Masvidal can win this fight. I was going to play devil's advocate. I think most of us who know the sport, or at least we feel like we do, we we can give you the the 19 reasons why Kamara Usman's going to win this fight. I do think that a mature Jorge Masvidal is downplaying his training. I think he's been training. I think he knew this was coming in some way or or at least was a possibility. And his coaches are smart enough to know that when the UFC needed needed to get bailed out, that the only fight that would have been able to bail this card out would have definitely been a Jorge fight, which is why Jorge got what he wanted as far as payment. But I think I think Jorge's been training, and I think he knew this. I was would coming. like to say real or, quickly, there's been a lot of talk about the short, you know, the short time frame, and you brought that up, Wes, and the fact that he has to cut so much in six days. I do think that I think you're right. I think he's downplayed it. He said he was weighing in at 191 pounds when he got the call, so that's a 20 pound weight cut. That represents right about 10 percent of his. Body body weight, which is very substantial for a guy who's in really good shape. But to truth be told, I think he may not be telling the truth. I think that he might have been preparing before that. Now, again, it's not to it's not to say that uh, obviously we know when you cut weight, you're not so it's a terrible idea to slowly dehydrate yourself. You've got to power punch it. So but I think that 20 pounds is not the number. I, I think that there's a little too much hype around that. And I think that uh, I don't think he's going to come in as a slouch. I don't think that, that that's going to be a factor as much as people talk about. And I have no doubt we're going to hear about it the whole time about how he had short term, how he um, how he had to cut so much weight. And I don't think it's as big a factor as people are going to make it out to. Be. I have a question for both of you all. What do you think about Matt Brown not being able to corner him because of COVID? Do you think that affects him at all? I mean, this is one of the most brilliant minds in MMA yes. who's not going to be there. It's a huge deal. I think it I think it does affect him because just like to not have them actually there is, is I think will definitely affect him mentally. But but Jorge's been doing this a long time. So as much as I think it could affect him, I think his mindset is to, is to try and go win a championship. Look, Jorge's got nothing to lose here. He, if he loses, he's supposed to lose, right? And if he and if he gets if he makes it competitive, then he gets a, then he probably gets a rematch. He could lose a but lot of his health. If he wins, though, I mean that is possible. He could get beaten up, well, and then that he might have something to lose then when he's missing a lung. Well, here's what I would say to this: If just just as we end this segment up, I think if Jorge wins, I think they make the Connor fight happen, which will make which will be a two million dollar pay per view. Right. I think I think if that happens, I think Connor steps in to fight for a third belt, and all of us will will say we'll think it's stupid and Connor doesn't deserve it, but we will all be sitting front. Mark row. my words: If Masvidal does not make adjustments throughout the fight, he will not win. And that's why when you said that about uh, Brown not being there, I think that's a massive deal. He's going to have to make adjustments. He's not ready to just go in there and do what he normally does. I guarantee you they will bring it up after the fight when he loses. And by the way, I appreciate you guys signing up for the retirement party of uh, Jorge Masvidal (laughs) (laughs) on, on Saturday night. Wes, I want to answer your question right. real quick. Yes, I, I think it's a great call oh. that Masvidal held his ground and got more money out of the UFC. If you're looking at what some of these undercard people are getting paid, uh, I do think there's a I think there's a big problem in fighter pay. And good for Masvidal. He's a veteran. He's been doing this a long, long time. So I'm so glad that he got paid. That's exactly what I'm doing. You got to cast on. Lucky. That's the only reason why nothing's happening. Do something. 
UFC 251 will be a night of baptisms on Fight Island. Will Rebos in Piagi Van Zandt's UFC career? Then we have a rematch that could set up the next title contender with Jessica Andrade versus Rossi Namajunas. And then for the first title fight of the night, we've got Pet R. Yane facing off against Jose Aldo for the vacant Benham Weagat Championship. In our co-main event, will Max Holloway get his revenge against Alexander Volkanovskaya? And now for the baptism of the night, our main event, can Jorgi Masvidal finally make a name for himself by defeating reigning Walter Weagat champ Kamaru Usman? We'll see. Come get baptized. UFC 251. But Usman's going to get baptized, man. You know, I don't really like this new picture, so... And now a moment with Dana White. Like, f you, you f***ing me, think the f***ing just pull all the money from the bank and f*** everybody? So you minds? I mean, that's what f***ing you get a f***ing deal in the U.S. You're fans in the U.S. And that's been a moment with Dana White. And now another episode of... Overrated! Underrated! All right, here we go. Welcome back to another installment of Overrated Underrated, the segment of the show where we challenge the status quo of the MMA world with well-researched and scientific breakdowns of our personal opinions. You boys know the rules. I'll give you an idea or phrase, and you will state your opinion vigorously followed by a wildly cheerful overrated or a painfully disdainful underrated. Wes will go first tonight, and in case of a tie, I will be the tiebreaker. Not that it really makes a difference, but it does. With that said, are you boys it does, ready? It does. Ready. Okay. Round number one. one. This is we're doing ten of them tonight, boys. So put your get rally caps on. Keep them. Keep Bring them it concise, on. as they say. Number one. Jorge Masvidal's nickname, Street Jesus. Wes, overrated or underrated? I mean, it's probably a little underrated because he kind of does look a little bit like a Jesus character at my church's Easter production. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Trevor. Uh, I think he needs to drop the word street and like Jesus lookalike because it doesn't matter if he's on the street or if he's at Wesley's church. He he looks like Jesus, except that he's not Hebrew. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> right. I'm just sick and tired of it. I'm. Uh, oh wait. So you're uh, you're calling him what? Is it overrated, Trevor? Overrated. Yep. I'm 100% overrated, man. Let it go. Come up with a better name. Shut your pie hole, Jorge. Well. Well, to be fair, to be fair, he did not call himself that. His nickname, actual name, is Game Bread. Oh, so that's his that actual. That sounds like name. a horse that's racing in Kentucky. Him. I don't like either of those nicknames. No, I thought it was like a like that like a like a fighting bird. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a it's that's a, a loaf game cock that you eat. That's a game cock, and oh, that's okay. also really okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Thanks, Trevor. Number Round number two, two, Michael Jackson's Super Bowl performance. Wes, overrated or underrated? Definitely underrated. It's one of the best. I mean, he he had like four of himself there. He he was at the top. He was at the top of the stadium, way 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 up at the top, doing his little <laughs> all that stuff, right? And then and then randomly appeared on the stage in milliseconds. Underrated. They caught him on fire. Overrated. He, he was literally on fire, and that absolutely was a pivotal moment in his uh, uh, level of crazy for the rest of his life. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I'm with Trevor on this one. What the heck was going on? Make it stop. <laughs> Make it stop, Michael. Move on. Ride that pyro though. the sunset. So, all right. Round Number three. three, Paige Van Zant, Wes, overrated or underrated? Overrated. She was never, I think, a UFC level fighter. Uh, severely overrated. overrated. Wesley wins. 
Oh, man, I got to disagree what with you guys. Hey, everybody, everybody always bagging on Paige. I love Paige. I think she... No, no, we're not bagging on her. We're just being honest. Just a le- I'm being honest, too, level. about how wrong you are. <laughs> okay, that's, you guys went on that accurate. Um, ex- 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 Exhibit A, the bucket of blood that poured out of her body after she fought Rose. Thug, Thug Rose. Rose. <laughs> Thug Rose! Thug <laughs> Rose! All right, number four, Round the four. Embedded Series. Overrated or underrated, Wes? Underrated. I love those things. It gives you insight to the fighters, the mindsets, the coaches. You get to see things that you normally wouldn't see. Uh, uh, definitely underrated. Love embedded. I think it's so well produced. The sound quality is good. The editing's good. The characters are good. Great storyline. I live to watch embedded. Definitely underrated. Yep, hundred percent underrated. It's it, it's such a. It's just so good. Yeah, you're right. The, <laughs> Trevor. Trevor. He's like, I won again. You don't even get any points, is, and he wins. We're not All even right. competing. Are we? <laughs> this this is overrated underrated. We're not okay. competing, but I can feel that you right. feel the win. I, I, like you're I'm like, clearly winning, even though it's an <laughs> exhibition fight. But yes, I am winning. Round five. All right, number five. Stephen A. Smith's ability to use Google before an interview. <laughs> That's, <it>. <laughs> That's the best question on overrated, underrated history. And then you yes. wonder why the dude is tired. It's definitely overrated because his little debacle with the weight cutting question with Jorge was a pretty embarrassing thing this past oh week. Oh my gosh. He just, just got to do a little bit of studying to find out that 20 pounds on a Saturday or Sunday before the, uh, the fight is pretty normal. Pretty typical for fighters. I can't stand Stephen A. Smith, uh, and I can't stand <laughs> him when he's commentating UFC. It's just not his lane. Get out of the lane, man. Uh, he's a great basketball commentator. He really is. Um, he's gifted at that. But not UFC. Stay in your lane, man. Stay in your lane. Listen, I'm 100% with you guys. So overrated. It wasn't even that he didn't understand weight cutting. He's like, we're talking about a shift in weight. 20 pounds. 20 pounds. Are you going to gain 20 pounds or lose 20 pounds? What do you mean is he going to gain 20 pounds? How ignorant is that? It was just the most bizarre thing to say. And you could see everybody kind of grinning like, yeah, I'm going to pump it up to 210 for the weight cut. Yeah, idiot. (laughs) What are you talking about? Hey, here's the thing. Here we are talking about him. So did he do that on purpose? I don't know. He looks like a deer in headlights. He might be the biggest troll that we don't know about. That's true. he's just trolling us. I love to hate him and hate to love him, as I always say. All right, guys. Number six. six. Hate to get too thematic here, but Michael Jackson's song, The Way You Make Me Feel, as a walkout song. I want Definitely you to feel that. Under, I want you to feel that. It's pretty baby with the high heels on. <laughs> Absolutely underrated. Don't you want to come see on, man. Uh, uh, someone come out with a big grin on their face? And the way you make me feel. The way you make me feel. You really I turn mean, me on. So what do you got? It's almost like that. Hey, da 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 da. Hey, go app. You know, it's kind of like that song. You talking about Queen? No. Oh come on! It's like one of those sports songs. I will post the video on the Facebook page. Of what I'm talking about. Right. Underrated. Underrated. Love that underrated. song. Yep. Great beat. Incredible song. Love it. 100% Shamed underrated. Up. Somebody out there needs to do a walkout to the way you make me feel, or I just don't even feel like you're an American. Bam. 
Round seven. Number seven, Henry Cejudo as a boxer. Wes, overrated or underrated? Overrated. He's not going to ever beat Ryan Garcia. uh, Excuse me, overrated for sure. I I think Cejudo has some boxing skills, but they will not translate this late into his career to be a champion. There's no way. Overrated. I'm with you guys. Super overrated. I just, it's one of those conversations that it pops up and I'm like, great. Now we get to hear about this for the next month. It just floods the the airways with nonsense that I can't stand. So definitely, definitely overrated. Right. Number eight, guys. Brennan Schaub's opinions about anything. (laughs) Wes? (laughs) Seriously. That is so perfectly stated. It's like it's so perfectly stated. I I like Brendan's Brendan's uh, podcast. I like Brian Collin, who's also the fighter and the kid. I like the the, the food truck diaries. I actually think he's underrated. He's a fun guy to listen to oh, talk. No. He's got perspective. He asks great questions on his food truck diaries. I think he's underrated. I think Brent, Brendan uh, is is a little bit of his own worst worst enemy. He shoots himself in the foot sometimes, but I like him. Uh, Bra- Brandon so- Schaub. Uh, I love his uh, plan that he has for retirement. So, uh, oh, that's Charles Schwab. So, uh, never mind. <laughs> Brandon Schaub's a smart guy. He's insightful, former fighter, underrated. Oh my gosh, he's so overrated. Can you give me your theories on COVID 19 again? Just shut up, Brandon. Hey, I tell you what, if he had an original thought, that'd be really cool. I mean, or he can just regurgitate the same crap over and over again. Hey, I think he's fun to talk to, guys, but his opinions about stuff is just bizarre to me. Anyway, is he like a flat earther, too? Not that I have a problem with that. It's just no, nuts. He's not a flat earther. Yeah, no, he's a not a flat earther. Flat Eddie Bravo is. <laughs> That's right. That's because Eddie Bravo. Bravo can't see the horizon. I wonder if Eddie's okay. Eddie, are you okay? You see what Eddie, I'm saying? Are you okay? Eddie Bravo. Eddie, are you okay? All right. Number nine. Round Joe Rogan's Spotify deal. Wes, overrated, underrated. It's underrated. He's he's got millions of listeners. He's probably the most viewed podcast on YouTube. A hundred million dollar deal is crazy, but he'll 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 make that for them. He'll make it back for them. Uh, I'm gonna say overrated because I think Joe Rogan's been podcasting a long time. It's kind of like an athlete that gets that huge contract. They just never seem to perform after they get that cheddar. So overrated. Ooh, Ooh good point. Good point. Okay, well, I'm going with underrated. I think it was Wes that you said this. Uh, he makes everything interesting, even when it shouldn't be interesting. He could sit there and talk about <laughs> what so, type of so cardboard true. they use to make the boxes for Big Macs at McDonald's, and I'd be enthralled for 20 minutes of his meandering. So the other thing is, think about it. If you've ever heard the phrase, if you want to be interesting, be interested. And he is like the master of that. It doesn't matter what your yeah, thoughts or opinions are. He is super interested in you as a person, and he wants to explore every thought you have. I think he's phenomenal at it. Maybe the best that I've ever seen in media. Um, it's very rare. Well, and he always asks people about their opinion on Jeffrey Epstein. And of course, we're all we're all in on those opinions. Right. <laughs> Final <laughs> round. All right, guys, here we go. The last one. Number 10, the vein on Dana White's head. Wes, overrated or underrated? It's overrated because if that thing pops, <laughs> he, I think he's not going to be able to, to survive it. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor underrated I don't know I, I enjoy it when he gets a little worked up and that thing starts to pop out you know what I mean I think that's I think that's good television good mantra I think it's completely underrated when that thing pops out I know it's time to pay attention you know what I'm saying I mean it's like he that vein has been such a part of my life for the last 20 years 
that I feel like it's part of my family, you know? <laughs> like, if that thing ever went away, I don't know if I'd feel the same way about the UFC. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> different without it. Anyway, there we go, boys. That's the end of it. Trevor. Do you remember the time when we <laughs> fell in love? The time you when we the time? first met, girl. When we first met. Mm. Do you guys remember that duet he did with Paul McCartney? Um, say, say, say what you want. I know Paul McCartney bought all the rights too. to... No, Michael Jackson bought all the rights to all the Beatles songs. So yeah. I bet they weren't buddies after that. Remember that song he did for Free Willy? Carry I w- me <laughs> to the river Jordan. Jordan. I will then say to thee. And then say to thee. Well, you are my friend. You are my friend. But they told me. Because I you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trevor for the win on that one. <laughs> he could Trevor can really hit those high notes. Trevor's very underestimating his ability to melt our hearts. All right, guys, we got Fight Island this weekend. Thank you so much for listening to the My MMA Podcast, the 26th edition, dedicated to Rod Woodson of the sketchy Pittsburgh Steelers. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Please, please, please tune in on Spotify, Apple. Come and go rate us on your platform of choice. Help people find us and help us keep doing this thing. And guys, Fight Island this weekend and fight night on Wednesday. Do not miss these. These are going to be incredible. And from the best MMA podcast in America and in the world, Ariel Hawani says, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Shimon. Ariel Hawani gets a Shimon. That's right, guys. You are not alone when you're listening to this podcast. There's at least four other people that listen. Keep tuning in. Beyond belief. Beyond belief. <laughs> That's right.